Welcome to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. My name is Greg. Your host, Kevin Creighton and Chad Hennenberry, will be right with you. I just want to let you know that this is going to be a great episode today. I have no idea what they're going to be talking about, but it's probably going to be a good one. You're probably going to want to listen to the whole thing. Sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. Hey, Chad, play that creepy music to get you started. Let's go right now. Come on. Say? Greg, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. We don't know what the hell we're talking about either. We're just gonna make this one up on the fly. All you know, thanks to you, actually, we decided to do this one completely off the cuff, almost. Thank you. Thanks, Gregers. Greg Peckles, the Greg French Peckles. Peckler. Oh man. Yes, classmate of ours. Yeah, literally in your class. Yep. A year ahead of me. I mean, I I owe my baseball career to him a little bit. Turn, he turned the reins over to you. He did. He absolutely did. And you took the reins and you he, burned them. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I burned them down. Nobody else. Which is good. Which is good. Well, you've done it. You've reached the Candidate Athletic Training Podcast. Greg promised you a good one and that you had to stay to the end. And we will disappoint. <laughs> of course we will. Oh, how But are the you, ending won't. How are you doing? we got a great topic today. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm... My you're, mind you're is beat, spinning. I'm something. beat down. Whatever happened today at work for you is it, oh, it's it kicked your butt. The or week something. is yeah. This is I'm I'm super high energy right now. You, and you, by high <laughs> energy means I I actually almost took a nap today. Oh my god! I bet you are just overtired or something. Yeah, a little bit. We're yeah. good actually. This is when I am at my best and my funniest is when I have no idea what I'm saying. Yeah, Which you, is ninety percent of the time. You weren't doing simple math earlier. That that no. always worries me when, yeah, you, when you can't do, do simple math. Couldn't even do twenty times one thousand because I'm an idiot. Yeah, Whatever. Happen. Well, and here's here's the here's the truth. Let's just throw it out there. We have been working on so much podcasting, and this is <laughs> this is a true story. We're trying. We yeah. have we've recorded a bunch of episodes in advance. Correct. For you, yes. the people, because yes. we. Love you that much. Um, September is going to be, we just don't know what it holds for us. We've got vacations. We've got babies coming. So we wanted to get as many episodes recorded ahead of time. And yeah. um, so after recording today, I think we're going to take a break from recording. We're going to give you the episodes we have mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. some flashbacks and it'll be good. Yeah. You'll still get, you'll get episode. Yep. Or z- or I don't know. We'll see what happens. Everything we do is yeah. is quality content but for you. There's not going to be like, oh, hey, it's uh, September 17th, yeah. and you're listening to the podcast. Like, it's just not going to be that way. Yeah. So, we just No big deal. We wanted to pre-record a bunch of things, mostly because we didn't want to go without Correct. the show for a couple of weeks. So here's the guarantee. You are going to get at least one episode every week through September. You're probably going to get more. We can't guarantee every week there's going to be two, whatever. We just did the best we could. In advance for you. Speaking about the best September. we could. Huh? Yeah, September is a big month for us. It's a big month for us. So there's there's something in the mix here that you guys can all vote on. Yes. Right? And that is the Wisconsin Podcast Awards. Yes. You've already done the work uh, with the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yeah. We were fortunate enough to be... Uh, we're in the finals in two we're different in categories yeah. for the Wisconsin podcast. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Everyone loves how the word Wisconsin. 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 It doesn't matter. Wisconsin. We make Wisconsin. beer. We make cheese. You love them both. Yes. So Wisconsin. the Wisconsin podcast awards are important to us because it is our home state. See, we've made the finals in the society and culture. Uh huh. But more importantly than that, we're in the the Wisconsin favorite podcast overall. Yeah, we're we're in the big dog. We're we're in running for favorite Wisconsin podcast. I mean, if you have another, okay, at at chat, we we love you. Yeah, we love you, Joel. We love you. Um, but other than that, if you can name a Wisconsin podcast, I I mean, I, the only one I, I know can. is my I friend Shauna, Dare to Be, but she's 
I know a handful. She's busy in a bubble right now. But what I'm saying is all you athletic trainers across the country, we're probably the one of the very few Wisconsin podcasts you know. I think we're we're one of two Wisconsin athletic training podcasts. Yep. I would assume. Yeah. Maybe there's somebody else out there. If there is, kudos to you. Let us know. We'd love to pump your podcast just as much as we can. But right now, we all need you to go to the Wisconsin Podcast Awards, either on Twitter, Instagram. Click on the little link in that bio, and it'll take you to a survey monkey to vote. And you can vote for us. You can not vote for us, whatever you want to do, but, you know, vote for us. Yeah, yeah, vote for us. So right as of right now, I think the only ways uh, through Twitter and through Instagram, and yeah. it's Wisconsin Podcast. Maybe. I don't know if they have a Facebook up. I didn't, I didn't look up Facebook. I'm, and then, I'm a little unprepared for yeah. that, but... Wisconsin um, podcast, yeah, and it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty sweet. I mean, we we feel very honored that not only are we in nominated in one category, but I mean for the big grand dog, that's pretty cool too. Yep. So um, we haven't heard final results on the People's Choice Awards yet. That will be at the end of the month. Yeah, which will be, be right around the time we're coming back. Yeah. So, so hopefully you'll get that it's update. hopefully it's with a big picture of a trophy as the top sports and medicine or whatever it is what it's science sports? and medicine, science and medicine. Yeah. i knew it was s science and medicine <laughs> podcast That'd the be skeptics awesome. the skeptics science uh and yes yes no it's been, it's been yes fun. no it's just fun to think about where we started a year ago a year and a half ago when we started this thing yeah and now we're we've created a fun environment it's fun people enjoy listening to us hopefully we think we and we're getting a little bit of recognition, which is cool because yeah, it's awesome. athletic trainers are getting recognition. Hopefully somebody's out there going, oh, what, what is this about? And they listen to an episode or a half an episode and they go, oh, that's kind of cool. I know a little bit more about athletic training, which is why we do it. Yes. So. What else? What else we got to okay, wrap up? We got Anything? a fun. Yeah, we have a fun episode for you tonight, as always. But. From last episode, we put it up. We were talking root beer floats. Root beer floats. We put it up on social media, candid underscore ATC. Yeah. Should you put the ice cream in first or should you put the soda in first? Do you have any root beer and ice cream? I had a root beer float at work today because we had a little bar. Like, it was our last day before all the teams were back on campus. So we decided at last minute to do just a little barbecue for just the athlete, the, you know, the couple of us that were working i also i also heard you did an indoor barbecue yeah we did it on the, the foreman grill <laughs> in, inside and we I, had root beer floats you should have just lit up a george or a uh, not a george for you it was said george foreman what's what's the weber a weber grill uh, that would be <laughs> or a traeger you should have gotten the traeger grill going because that's what joe rogan uses oh i didn't know that yeah i don't know that's they're like everywhere right now traeger mm-hmm. grills anyway I, kevin yeah. you're, i'm just say gonna say you're in the minority on I'm in the minority. Nine percent. Well, ninety-one percent said put the ice cream in first and pour the root beer over the top. And you wanted to go the other way. It's for some. So I didn't listen. I fear that (laughs) pouring the soda over the cold ice cream, you just get foam. But I could be wrong. I I, like I said before, I haven't made a freaking root beer float in a long time. There were. Did you? So what did you do today? You made a root beer float. What'd you do? Okay. Oh, here's, okay. Here's okay. What I did. I uh-huh. did it your way to try it your way. Yeah. And I also did it for one reason because I actually just had some root beer with my meal, and then I like left half of it, and I just I wanted a small mm. one. If I was gonna do a, a full size root beer float, I'm going ice cream first. But I just did like a little partial one, so I didn't okay. drink my full soda. I had a little leftover root beer, and then I just add the ice cream in at the end. Okay. Right. So I did d- experiment. Enough. I don't. I don't know. It was college. I tried it once. Yeah, it was fine. Everybody did. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. We cool. we had I was a, wrong. We also had on the same uh, Twitter tweet a lot of people talking about different flavors of sodas and all sure. sorts of things, and Orange. it reminded people of all sorts of fun things. So sure turned into a fun discussion. You can check it I out. Bet I did. I bet it did. With that. I have nothing else unless you okay. do. With that, on to the show.
Kevin. Hi, Chad. You are winning. Well, you are why? winning tonight. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> We're having a vote on who wins this podcast. You are. You, in between the intro, and right now you've been served a full ice cream cone. Yep. And a new beverage. Mm-hmm. And a healthy full meal yeah. of bacon-wrapped asparagus. Yeah. Kale and and salmon. Yeah. I yeah I'm not complaining right now. Holy cow! Your significant other made me an ice cream cone. Yep. And my significant other made me dinner and a drink. Full service. You've won. Okay. Yeah, I can just quit right now. <laughs> you can quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's do this. We're gonna do our top five. Okay. So you can you can just say your answers, then I'll take over, and you can eat. Okay. <laughs> so we we pulled um. 100 athletic training students and we asked them what's the latest thing that you've heard learned sorry what's the latest thing you've learned that you thought to yourself i'll never use that okay well this this is really difficult for me because chances are if you were like i'm never gonna use that again i forgot that a long time ago you forgot what you thought you were forgonna yeah because Exactly. Something like that. Because now so, you know what you need to know, and if you don't need to know it, you probably aren't going to need to know it. Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this might be out of left field, but I'm going to go with a shin splint tape job. I remember learning that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I've done it since. No. Number two. Ultrasound settings. Okay. Number three. How to clean the hydroculator. Is that a taught in class? Sure, I don't know. So you've never cleaned your hydroculator? No, I'm saying that students right now are probably like, oh. ah, I'm, not, I'm never going to have to do that. I'm, I'll have somebody else do it. Got it. Number four. An AC joint tape job. All right. Number five. How to make an ice bag. So learning, you think they're like, I don't need a, well, hopefully, hopefully in five years, nobody will teach it. Oops, did I say that out loud? Okay. You did. You said so, it loudly too. Yeah. I, so like proudly at least 500,000 people right five, now. Okay. So the the top responses, we're going to, we're going to start at the top and work our way down to four or five, which is a little different. Okay. So the number one response was Nothing. 13 people said, nothing that I've learned, I've thought, I'll never use that. So the, these athletic training students think that everything that they are learning is important. Those are, those are 13 liars. No, it's 13 people who are trying to be sponges and think it's all going to come into play. You're, which, so, you're so freaking positive. Yeah. Well, it's not true, but that's just their thought process. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that you learn that... You probably won't. And that's fine. It's good. It's good to be in that mindset. All right. In second place, with 12 responses, I don't know. So they don't know what they don't want to know. <laughs> Does that uh, make sense? A, that's a real... That's, that's more... A, yeah, it's like, oh, I've, I've learned so much, I'm not sure what I'll use and what I won't. Right. That's the That's the real answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Although, I... Wanted you to put something down. That's why we created a survey. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. In third place with seven responses, um, seven people thought diathermy. They've oh. learned diathermy and thought, I'll never use that. Wow. And you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Don't tell the teachers. I do remember. I remember. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "What is this?" Oh my God, I do remember. This is how the X-ray machine being was like, invented. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm never going to use this. Yeah, um, and then we had a tie for fourth place, so fourth and fifth, uh, four answers apiece. Um, four people said, "Research, I'll never have to learn that." And specifically within that four, I got to find it here. Uh, it was. Um, a couple of people said specificity versus sensitivity. Mm. And then the other two just said like research in general. I don't need to know it. 
That's not true, though. Yeah, you need to. You need you to. Need, you need to. You need to know how to interpret how to, it. How to interpret it so you can yeah. bash it sometimes. Yeah. So that well, that's what they said. I'll never need to know. Okay. Uh, and then the other one, that was tied with research. Oh, actually, one of the people that said research, I I wanted to. I made a note of this. They said they didn't know how to write a research title. Oh. Which I can get down with that. Who cares? Me neither. Just say, this is what we're trying to learn. Um, and then tied with that is laser, light therapy. Laser. Some freaking sharks with some freaking lasers. Class four laser. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's what they thought was futile. What are some outliers? Um, okay, we'll go down the list. Maybe, yeah, well, let's just take... Just, we'll go down what they th- what they said, and then why don't you say if you thought think it's important for them to learn or not? Like okay. you've used it or not in your career? Which one? Important or used? Uh, <laughs> well, well, let's say if you used it, then you should learn it. Okay. All right. All right. I don't care. <laughs> Ultrasound. Used it. All right. Joint mobs. Very important. Finger taping. Important. Sutures. If you learn how to suture, I think that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. There's but, all right. How yeah. about um attraction machine? Ooh. Um <laughs> depending on the traction machine, important. Alright. How about uh OPAs and NPAs, basically your airway what? and your nasal keeping your airway and nasal passages open. Your or for an water, water, geral something or other. <laughs> yep, um, that's exactly it. No, you're not going to use that. All right. Heat on injuries. They asked, is it important to know why to put oh. heat on injuries? I mean, yeah. Okay. Anything chemistry related? Not important. IV training. I think that's... I mean... Again, if you were trained it? how to yeah. do that, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is verbatim. This is not me. Okay. How to crack a neck. <laughs> um, no comment, <laughs> but uh, joint manipulation, joint P- molds, very good. PNF patterns. Very important. Pharmacology. Actually, pretty darn important. Uh DSM-5. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, me neither. Uh, equipment fitting. Uh, I mean, it wasn't important for me. S- I never had to do it. Psychiatric disorders. That's important. Goniometry. Uh, that's important. Can't just eyeball it. Can't just eyeball it. <laughs> you can to a certain, certain degree, but I mean, if you want to have some good... Data. Nope, can't. Here's here's when I start. Designing an athletic training room. Important or not? Ooh, um, not. Because chances are, if you ever get to design an athletic training room, you're not really going to get to design it. I mean, like, if somebody out there Just is actually... You, somebody said specifically, like, oh, do I really need to know how many inches above the... Like, where the... Where the... Al- like a, outlet an outlet can go? go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's more of a concept of understanding what you're going to use and need. This is what I would say. Spatial awareness. When when was the next time that you used it? Every time we rearrange our athletic training room, I think about it at least a little bit. Okay. Like, what's the best use of space? Okay. I mean, no. As I mean, I'm, I'm trying I'm saying, to figure out what... I'm saying, like, rules and, like, no, that, regulations of, like, nope. you can't put an outlet here or you can't do that. When, no, but, but I remember... I, I kind of like, I kind of nerd out on that stuff a little bit, like thinking, what's the stuff I'm going to use and put in there yeah, as I you... go through a catalog? Um, so to a certain extent, I do enjoy the designing it, but I don't want to have to know all the the rules and regulations on electricity and heat and all that stuff. I yeah. just want to know what the best use of space is. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think that's something that can be really taught. Yeah. You know? Uh, we already said diathermy made the top five. Classifications for cardiac arrest versus cardiac failure. <laughs> You're going to send them anyways. Um, yeah, call 911. Um, uh, this one I starred because we all do it. 
drawing my brachial plexus. Oh, wow. I remember like color coordinating it and whatever. That's right. Important? Um, No, I like that. That's important. Okay. Paraffin wax. Oh, that's nice and important. (laughs) Okay. Lung, uh, just lung auscultation or lungs in general. Listening to lungs? Yeah. Like Um, pneumotherixes and all that. And they're like, you're just going to send them anyways. Yeah, you're going to. You should learn how to listen to them. I think you should. It's not important because in reality, you're going to have the physician look at them. But you should have a general understanding of like, ah, I mean, maybe there might be something going on here. I need a physician to look at them. Microcurrent. Ah. Um, no. Uh, Lilas special test. We had to look it up, so we don't. Yeah, I did we don't look think that it's, up. All right. It's an ACL test. Okay. And it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, rectal temperature. I mean, which is all this COVID going on? You might need to know that. Kinesio taping. No, you should know that. Dry needling. No, you should know that. Budgeting. Yeah, you should know that. ICD ten billing. No, you don't. You should never know that. Coronary arteries. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, no. No, you don't need to know that. What the muscles of the forearm are. Um, yes, you should probably know that. Statistics of athletic training. Like, how to do statistics. Is it important? How? Yeah. No. Fan Achilles tape job. Um, yeah. You should know how to do that. All right. ENT stuff? Yes. You absolutely should not. <laughs> All that. right. Here we go. This one I starred. Tongue depressor as a spoon. Um, that's a vital skill. As it's like the most important thing we've talked about so far. <laughs> like, um, okay, oh here, here's one. Here's a real one. Open basket weave. Um, I mean, depending on who you are, that, that's very important. I mean, okay. you that could be your style of I don't think taping. I've ever done one. No? Nope. Fluidotherapy, uh, Indian clubs, which I think are, I love using Indian clubs. So I mean, are they important? No. Should you le- learn how to use them? Yes. Okay. SWOT analysis. It's the last one. SWOT? SWOT. S-W-O-T. Strengths, weaknesses, oh. et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, yeah, that's important. It's important to learn a SWOT about yourself or about yeah. athletic trainers? Okay. Well, good. That's your top five. It's a wonderful top five. I mean, it gave a lot of discussion points. Some fun food for thought. Food? Food. Speaking mm. of, you're almost done with your dinner. Do we stall long enough? Yeah. We're okay. Good. Here we go. We're going to do friend or foe. Friend and, or foe. And you just came over this as we turned the microphones on. We were going to cut the segment out tonight, but you said no. No. F- second opinions. And you did that because literally as we were turning on the show... I got a phone call from one of my athletes who said they got a second opinion Correct. and gave me the scoop. Yeah. Our second opinions from, are they a friend or a foe? What are your thoughts? Um, man. This is such a good friend or foe question. It really is. And like, <laughs> so, if you're, so I don't know, maybe high school athletic trainers don't have to deal with it quite as much. No, but, probably not. Well, but they still some. might have to. I mean, it really, because I mean, I, I would assume a lot of parents want second opinions. Um, I'm going to say they're a friend. And my point is, most of the time, the second opinion will solidify what you were already telling the athlete was going oh, on. Gosh, I don't know. Really? I don't know. In my in my in my history, I think, oh. and again, Dave could maybe correct me because he has a better memory of this stuff. But I don't ever remember a player going to see a second somebody for a second opinion and it being like, "No, you guys are completely wrong." Like this is, he has a torn labrum. Like now, now I get I get that much more frequently because we get the athletes that say, "I I don't necessarily agree with that because this is what I'm feeling." So I'm going to go. My parents want me to go get – they want me to go to this doctor. And then that doctor is going to find something different because a doctor is – that doctor is more You're going to keep finding – you're going to keep going to the doctors until you hear what you want to hear. 
Well, yeah. We were. I was just talking I mean, about this with my head that's athlete the fear. trainer today. Yes. That's that's the foe, right? That's the foe. You, you just keep going until you yeah. hear what you want. The athlete wants to hear. I think the other foe that can be this the is second such, opinion. This is such a good one. Is now all of a sudden? So say, athlete sees your physician. Your physician says, "No, your your knee is okay. I think we should just do." conservative rehab yep i don't think there is a, a meniscus tear but then they go see a second opinion that guy says no you definitely have a meniscus tear like let me do surgery they're doing surgery the yep. athlete the athlete is all of a sudden like oh my god like what if i would have went back and you know practice and then my i blew my knee out or what if i lose more time because i tore my knee up more this this doctor is offering me a solution and so they take it um that's dangerous because now all of a sudden there's like this out of network physician that's taking care of your athlete. And let's take and it one step further. A pain in the ass. We're gonna take it one step further. So wow. now, like in my situation, maybe that's a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. And then they come back after, and then their junior or senior year, they kind of hurt themselves again. And you're like, well, am I supposed to send you to the doctor that you already don't trust, or you just want to go back to your like? Right. It's like you've just lost. You've just as an athlete, burn that relationship with the team doctor. It gets very tricky, and the doctor's like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to work on that athlete because they're just not going to trust me, anyways. Yeah. They just feel like they know better than me." Yeah. So it can be a very tricky situation. It's a very. Oh, yeah. And then, not to mention, but I think- once you start getting into multiple opinions, yeah. now all of a sudden it's like. All right, I've heard both sides. I don't know what to do. I've got some paralysis by analysis. I've got too much information, and now I'm unsure what to do. Well, now I need a tiebreaker, a third doctor. Well, sometimes it's you, right? Yeah. Some, so sometimes it ends up being the athletic trainer because that's who they really trust the most. I hope. Um, I don't know. Man, this one's really tough. I, sh- I wish I didn't say it. No, um, it's good. It's good. I I know. I'm gonna stick with friend. I I do think we just need to educate people a little bit more about second opinions. I think a lot of times I will say, just get the information and then make the best decision after yeah. you have all the all the information. Because I'll like. I think if you went about it, maybe in a different way. Because I think. The athlete should have more ownership of decision making and what's going on in their body too. And I think there are way too many times that it's like this is what my team doc said, so this is what I have to do. I don't and I think. Um in the professional world, they have agents that are like poking them in the side saying, Hey, no, you're getting a second opinion no matter what. Okay, what about your current setting though? You're getting you're getting patients sent and referred f- sometimes from specific doctors. So yeah. what happens if we have second? Op- I mean, well, I've I- had I've had multiple patients that like have needed surgery, and I've you know I've tried to help them through the process of like putting it off and putting it off, putting it off, and they'll go see a doctor and be like, well, they just wanted to do a you know an injection, and then. I sometimes encourage them like, Hey, if you don't feel comfortable with that, like if you, if that didn't give you the comfort of like, okay, that's like an answer. And that's like, like I can trust that this human is telling me exactly what all my options. And these are, this is why you should do this. And this is why you shouldn't do this. Or these are the things in column A and these are the things in column B. If you need another opinion on that, go get it. 100% 100% go get it. And then sometimes it turns out they then they go to the doc that their friend said that they should have gone to or they go to the, the guru in some other city and then they come back and they're like, yeah, like, you know, I loved seeing that person and they told it like it was and they showed me on my MRI why this and this and this. And I, I mean, I think in my setting right now, anytime somebody's gotten a second opinion, it's been very valuable. Okay. So you're saying friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, I have to say friend. I'm torn. 
I see all the foe in it, though. It's like a really long-term friend that, like, oh, man, I wish I could just slap him aside the head sometimes. I guess, I guess as an athletic trainer, I'm going to have to say friend as well because it's your job, your responsibility to help the athlete. What is a, What about as a podcaster? Second opinions? Foe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'll say friend, but we'll put it up on social media and we'll see what all the listeners think. I'd be. I'm very interested to to see how this one turns out. I I, I really am. So I struggled. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do a, uh, our FMK or our fat next? Let's go fat. Okay. So this is going to be right up your alley because you're the tech guy of the two yeah. of us. You're the techie. A little more. Yeah. So we're gonna do, we're gonna do, Androids, right? Android phones. Yep. Versus Apple iPhones. I'm a prefaces. So I'm an Android guy. And I and I have I have an iPhone. I mean I wouldn't say that I'm like die hard like Bruce Willis. Never like, mind. Yeah. I mean um, no, he's We said it. We said him. I mean. <laughs> we brought him up. It's been a while. Um so give me give me what you Friend or fault. Bruce Willis. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Best friend. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go on the Androids. Tell me that tell me the features that you really like about it, why it'd make a good athletic trainer. So I went um a little more broad versus like specific features. Cause it's, let's That's be fine. I mean phones are phones now. Like yeah. If you if you really break it down. Okay. Um but I think Androids they're more customizable. Okay. So like I can I can gear it to do a lot of different things. All right. If every if if one person has an iPhone eleven, everybody has the same phone. It might be a different color on the outside, but the rest of it, how it operates, what it's focused on, I mean there are twenty different Android phones right now that you can get yep. with whatever. So those options, I think, lead to a good, like, we'll call it like, okay, so a baseball athletic trainer. I think an Android would make a little better baseball athletic trainer because it can be geared towards, you know what, I'm I'm very hyper-focused in overhead athletes. I'm very focused in rotational sports. Um, it's customizable. Yeah. Which an athletic trainer can be by sport. I get what you're. And I see then, where you're going with that. The other thing is, and you know, maybe some people don't won't believe me, but there are a lot of features of Android phones that were on Android phones long before they got onto an iPhone. Okay. So whether it's the better camera, whether it's the the application of like having a voice to text or application of you know, a voice assistant or whatever, face recognition, things like that. They were on Androids before iPhones. Here's the thing. iPhones perfect it. They make it better. So, like, the feature itself works better on an iPhone when it's first on there versus when it's, like, first on an Android. But I think that speaks to, like, the athletic trainer that tries things that are outside of the box. And maybe I'm not the greatest at it, but I'm I'm like trying it. I'm trying to see, you know, You're, what if I really focus on um, hip mobility with all of my, you know, overhead athlete, athletes. It's like the is athletic that, trainer it, that's in the CEU course. Yeah, or like trying to improve. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Or just the one that says, you know what, like my, I feel like my athletes need more X. And so I just try Excuse it. Me? Yes. X. X. Y. Z. Oh, okay. Um, and I try it in the athletic training room. I don't, I don't wait for the research to tell me that it is good for my athlete. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. You got anything sense. on Androids? On Androids? Yeah. No, I'm you gonna be. On, you, you want anything on apples, or do you want me to? You want me to talk about apples too? Uh, you, you'll carry this, te- Mr. Tech guy. I mean, I think that the Apple is, like you said, all phones are basically created the same now. 
I feel like they're very similar. Well, I think okay. So Apple now is apples like are supposed to be very, designed to be very user friendly. Yes, and they are until they're not. Until right? they're outdated. Well, until you're like, I really wish I could change this setting so that um, I don't know. I I don't have to, or I wish I could create a downloads folder. Like right on my front page, right? Okay. You can't do that on an iPhone. I don't think. I don't know if yet you can now. I can do that. Anytime I download something off the internet, it can just pop right on the front, just like my laptop, whether it's a MacBook or it's a, you know, a PC or whatever. Um, so I think they're very user friendly until they're not. Meaning, I think they're a very good athletic trainer. Until they get stumped, until okay. like they're like, you know what, this this is too advanced for you. Like you don't need to do this. So therefore, just refer out. This is when you this is when you hand your athlete over to a PT. This is when you hand your athlete over to the physician, and the physician tells you what you need it to do. It may be more similar to a high school athletic trainer that has general sports coverage, all covers all the sports. Doesn't specify in sure. one particular sport. Yeah. Um, can cover all, everything a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. I also think, but they when they cover, they're they're great. Yeah. It's just if you were to give that athletic trainer, the iPhone athletic trainer, the really tough case. I don't think it's it's happening. I think you're going to have to refer out. Um, I do think, though, they're very clean and organized, which I think is very yeah, that's, important that's for athletic call. training, yeah. right? Like, if you look at an, most people's Android phones, they're, they're pretty – I mean, they're everywhere. Like, there's, there's seven different ways to get to the same spot on the Android, like, to the same setting iPhones, it's like crisp. It's everything's smooth. just – Yep, right. In, and that's yeah. what makes it user-friendly for the most part. Um, I also think iPhones kind of like, they do a really good job of like, I I wrote down cheat codes because it's like when somebody calls you on an, on an iPhone, it tells you like, this number is from like Lamira, Wisconsin. Right? Gives you, it gives and you more you're information. Like, Who the heck do I know in Elmira? Yeah. But like, it kind of knows like, oh, you're gonna probably ask that question. I I don't know if my phone even does that. Um, <laughs> or it will, it'll be very intuitive of like, say you do get a spam call. Like Androids just started doing this, but I bet iPhones have been doing this. You get a phone number that like clearly is spam. It'll like pop up right on the bottom I bet say like end this call and it'll give you the option to block the number yeah right it it knows that hey you might want to block this a number. little bit more direct and succinct yeah and just kind of like cut the kind of tells you well and it kind of like tells you like hey also like I don't know if you even think of this but you should block this number hey I didn't know if you I know you're like stretching this person's hamstring but you might want to check their hip alignment like oh, I like that argument like they're they're a good athletic training. It'd be like a really good assistant, like yeah. oh maybe a PA, maybe a physician PA or something. <laughs> I was really coming into this going, I don't really care, but you've made <laughs> you've made my mind up for me that I think the Apple, being a little bit more of the generalist mm-hmm. and um, a little bit more user friendly, maybe with the cheat codes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go that way. Okay. And I'm totally going Android because I, I want I want it to be I want my athletic training room to maybe be a little messy, you but do. but I want my athletic training room to be the place where like you know what tough and tough questions that get answered. Okay. And so it's like fair, not just stopped by the man. And we will let you decide as always what yeah. you think the apples or the androids would make the better athletic trainers. And if you have any extra input on that, I mean, yeah, feel, let us feel know. free to throw it in there. Maybe you could switch my opinion. Um, okay. That leaves us with our F. Mary Kill Funk. game. Our Funk. Yep, our Funk. Uh, we want to do 
uh, a rehab question here. Yeah. When you are doing rehab with an athlete and you have to time them, we're going to F Mary kill using your phone, uh, using a clock on the wall. And what was the third one? A stopwatch. A stopwatch. Old school stopwatch. Oh, and yeah, we should we should specify us like one of those really old school ones, like on sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Has okay. to be one of those. No uh, digital. I'm, I'm just going kidding. to. Can be a digital one. What'd you say? It can be a digital one. Okay. Yeah, I was just kidding. Uh, I'm. I'll go first on this one. I I think I most often. All right. I'm going to I'm going to marry This is going to sound stupid. It's never th- stupid. I think I'm going to marry the stopwatch. Okay? I think I I think it needs a little bit of work. But it's going to make the most sense okay. in the long run. Okay. Um and we'll start there and then I, I'm going to F with the wall clock. Okay. I'm going to kill the phone. I'm going to kill the phone because there's nothing worse than trying to watch a timer and then something like oh. something else pops up and then oh. you just, you got, then or you're like, or your screen, your I don't need a phone call out. right now. Or oh. you said, like for me, I set a, 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 a timer when the laundry's done and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of a rehab and oh, I got to go get the laundry, but it screwed up my timer oh. or just something else pops up. Totally. So I want to kill using my phone, even though I, it's the easiest to just grab your phone and do it. It's the easiest, but I think it's the Most worst. Most of us have it. Yep. It's mm-hmm. the worst. Um, the wall clock would be the next worst option because it's actually probably easier, but depending on like where you're at, it might not always just be real convenient to look at the clock and maybe um, you're at an angle. You're like, you have to stand in a certain spot to see the clock and... It just might not be super convenient. Are we saying this it is could like be a, a little, typical wall clock? Yeah. A typical 12, yep. 12, 3, 6, yep. 9, not yep. a digital one. Um, Yeah, I'm saying okay. like a, yeah, a that's typical fine. one. That's fine. One that would be at most schools. Okay. Um, One. Or for $5 so, at Target. Yeah, yep. it's, it's going to be awkward. It can be awkward. It can be nice, but yeah. it can be awkward, and that's why I'll off it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine on the wall right now hasn't moved in 10 years. I don't know if that thing ever worked, yeah. Chad. Did it ever work? Well, think about some. sometimes the the clocks on the it's wall, been, it's been eight, when, they go ha- when they go haywire, and mm-hmm. then they're, like, they're just stuck in place for a second, and then all of a sudden they go five oh, seconds real yeah. fast. Yeah. I know you've had that situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that, so tried and true a stopwatch, even though it looks old school, oh. it's going to be the best to use. Even though it's the most work, I'm going to use that. Go ahead. Change so my, my mind. Oh, I don't know if I can. Because my first thought was like, my fir- my brain went to a digital clock on a wall. Like, we, I, in most of my rooms of athletic training, well, only our home places, though, we had a digital one that was really nice. And it had big numbers on it. And it could be, yeah, like... And yeah, that's, down to the that's the ideal and, situation. Yeah, that's the but our standard clock, a standard front face, whatever twelve six three nine whatever, the second hand. You just went second, north, south, yeah. east, west on that thing. Twelve I, six three nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe my brain stopped working. Um, God, I you know what? I'm gonna kill the wall clock now. Okay. I wanted to kill my phone, but I'm gonna kill the wall clock. Because I've used a wall clock numerous times for rehab stuff. And the problem is when you're doing stuff for, hey, I, you know, I want you to hold this or do this exercise for 30 seconds, you know, it, it's either you got to start on, you know, the same spot every time. Yep. Or you got to like remember, oh, I know I started at 50. And so then now I have to go to, I got, I got to. I got to go 20. Okay, now, like, I was supposed to rest for, like, 15 seconds, and then I was supposed to do it again. Okay, Constant now, calculations. Now at, yeah, like, it just feels like, oh, it's, ah, so I'm going to kill it. That's a good call. And then call. you're right. That's a good call. It's also 
not every clock is the same. I mean, they're, some will run fast, some will run slow. I mean, granted, we're talking about not a lot of time, but some of them mess up, and then some of them just die like yours. Um, so I'm going to actually... Uh, I'm also going to marry the... I'm going to marry the stopwatch because one it's the tried and true um it ain't going away it shouldn't go away uh very unlikely that it's gonna die before you do um (laughs) and then you can also like i mean you can always leave the stopwatch with your athlete right or you can take it with you and yell at them from across the room your phone the biggest thing for me is just like, and I don't even, I mean, this just in, if you want to break into my phone, you can. I don't put like a passcode. I don't do the face like recognition, but your screen times out and just hitting a button and then like swiping yeah. it to open it. And then you got to hope that like the clock, you know, didn't actually stop or whatever, whatever. I mean, like all those things, there's just too much process. And so that's so why I'm going to F it. Because if I really had to do it, I'd do it. Okay. But I'd, I'd do it right. All right. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to F it. Okay. I can I can see those arguments. What a freaking... Uh, what a discussion. That's what we do. We take the super most yeah. random I, I, things and we turn it into <clears throat> a, a real... That might have been a that might be a good one to like splice and be like, hey, you're an athletic trainer. Listen to this and tell me if it doesn't get you mo- like thinking yeah. about what your day's like. <laughs> it's the little details of oh. this job that are the best. So yeah. All right. Well let's um, let's do a feature topic here. Okay. So Chad, what's our topic this this week? Yeah, so we got we're we're calling in a relief pitcher on this one. Oh, nice. Um, we're going to the bullpen <laughs> to get some help. Um, it's been, you know, obviously, as we look at this globally, 2020 has been a tough year for everyone, and right now everyone's going back to school, and we're all dealing yeah. with we're all dealing with the same thing. Yeah. Um, how to safely get people into our athletic training rooms. Right. Everyone's, I shouldn't say not everyone's struggling, but everyone has the challenge of onboarding athletes and patients, um, making sure that we keep everybody safe because that's the number one thing we do. Well, and it's very tricky to navigate the the new COVID uh, regulations when it comes down to sports and it comes down to universities and high schools. Um, and I, I think everybody that is operating on a campus of some sort needs a way to screen, right? And needs a way to track, needs a way to make sure that all of the athletes, all the, you know, and I mean the staff and so forth are you know, basically saying safe and not only that, but just making sure that you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's, yeah. right? You cannot take too many, you cannot take enough precautions. Right. So we called in our friend. Well, yeah. in fact, he called us and said, look, Chad, Kevin, I got something mm-hmm. your, your athletic trainers are going to want to hear. Absolutely. So our friend Dan from Healthy Roster reached out and we just talked to him earlier this week. And we wanted to share that yeah. with you. Absolutely. So we have a conversation with Dan, uh, and we're going to play that for you now, and then we'll just highlight it when it's done. So enjoy uh, an interview. We don't do many of them, so enjoy this one. <laughs> well, we're here with our long-lost friend, Dan <laughs> Franzak from Healthy Roster. Dan, it's mm. been a while since we spoke. How you doing? You found me. I'm right here. I've been here the whole time, guys. Even even uh, during COVID. Oh, it's great. Great to talk with you guys. I'm so glad to uh, to be back in your presence, kind of. Um, yeah. I I love being part of your March Madness. It was the only thing we had to look forward to in March Madness was oh. your uh, 
athletic training picks, and who? I didn't fare as well, but I started off pretty well. I, I forgot who who did you have in the the fat bracket? Did you have Yoda? No, I did have Master Yoda. You did. Yeah. I thought I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. did. Pretty sure yep. you did. I thought I thought he was gonna win it. I did. I was holding I was holding out hope. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I thought he was most aligned with athletic training. But uh, you know, to each their own. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe next year. There's always next year. I, yeah. I've got a red shirt available, so I'm going to come <laughs> back next year. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us what's new in your world. Well, um, geez, just like everybody, just trying to uh, understand what's going on and how to navigate this landscape, both personally and professionally. Kids, wife, we're all at home. We're all uh, still at home. We basically told everybody at Healthy Roster to work from home and um, shut down the office on March 13th, and we've been working from home ever since then. Um, So it's me, the wife, and the two kids all working and doing school from home. But in that time frame, guys, um, as always, as you guys know, we wanted to try and understand what this meant for the athletic training space. And we were in the midst of just working with uh, a lot of colleges and launching 100 new colleges on our platform. And as we're having these conversations, um, we found out that um, we needed to figure out a way to get the students back to campus as safely as we possibly could and monitor this situation. So long story short, between the colleges and the PGA Tour, um, we came up with a system for them called SAFER, um, which was just a, kind of a, a new concept. And it was uh, SAFER stands for Screen, Alert, Facilitate, Engage, and Report. And it's a screening and alert system built specifically for COVID to get the kids and the athletes back safely. Um, And the techniques are really unique. The concept is not. It's like it's a survey. But the the way we do it is way different than anything else we saw. And it just took off, guys. Um, And I'm thankful because we're getting a lot of people back to school, um, back to Uh, college back to the golf course you name it so um, i've been very fortunate to work with a lot of people all across the country on this yeah we're we're right in the middle of bringing our student athletes back right now and the onboarding process is i think everyone's kind of searching yeah it's tough it's really tough to understand kind of what you're supposed to do because i mean I don't care what you're doing or what your background is. We haven't dealt with anything like this unless you're, you know, 120 years old and you dealt with the Spanish flu. I mean, how do you safely do this and how do you do so respectfully? And so I think what we did initially, guys, is we tried to understand, just like anything else, what was out there and what was being done. So you guys remember when I talked to you last time about um, our mental health module? Yes, you guys absolutely. remember that? Yeah. So we, what we did was we basically had this foundational base of, of technology that we used for mental health, and it was so successful in getting out there to the student-athletes that we just took a new twist on it, a new spin, and we kept the core functionality intact, and that was we started sending out surveys via text. That was so important to us. We had so much adoption from the actual athletes at that point because it wasn't another app. Um, It wasn't an email that they had to open. Mm -hmm. It was a text that's coming to them. And so we kept this automated just like we did for our mental health survey, except what we did is follow CDC guidelines. We put the survey in a text and we automated it to go out to them every day, the athletes, the students, the golfers. So we started with the PGA. We got them launched um, back in June for their first uh, for their first tournaments, and then the colleges followed. And it wasn't just the student athletes, but it was entire campuses who started using Safer. And the whole concept was let's send out. There's no physically physical way we can test everybody on a campus every day. Don't have enough people to do it, but we do have the right people in place to help with this process. And that was the athletic trainers. They're already there. They're already on campus. They were already able and at being asked to help and aid in this process. So we started basically automating that system through our EMR. And the texts go out every day to the students. They fill out the survey, and based on their responses – the athletic trainers get the responses back and they get alerts if they've been marked themselves, um, you know, positive or been around somebody who's been positive or have a fever higher than 100.4. So, and there's customization throughout and there's other elements to it that really kind of flow with uh, what's necessary for each different environment. Sounds um, pretty fantastic, Dan. 
Like, I think um, my my question for you is, I mean, I I think as of everybody, you know, I hope this, I hope COVID um, leaves sooner than later, and kind of kind of going forward, um, do you feel like it's going to be an easy platform to adjust to? You know, if there's another virus that goes around, or even, you know, there's a outbreak of conjunctivitis in your athletic training room at your at your school or you know or just the flu i mean um do you you see this as like a platform that can be really utilized in the future or is it is it covid specific no it's not covid specific and that's a great question because what what we did was we took that mental health module we we built covid on top of that and now what we have is a whole survey system it's a whole new way of gathering and aggregating data. So first and foremost, what happens once you find somebody who's positive? Okay, you identified them, great. But now, as you guys well know, you need a system of record to keep that information. So now having a case management platform, that's kind of the bonus of having Healthy Roster as the back-end system administering these surveys because now you have a record of this information in a safe and secure HIPAA-compliant environment. So you're part of an EMR. But beyond that, Kevin, and specifically to your question, is now we're getting people back, again, feedback from our customers, the athletic trainers at the colleges. Well, hey, since we're doing the COVID screening, could we do a drug and alcohol survey that goes out to our student-athletes? Could we do... um, you know, a, uh, a sexual uh, harassment type survey? Could we do a patient recorded outcome type of survey in the system? And here's the beauty of it. We keep automating this process that we're now going to allow you in the very near future here to kind of even build your own surveys, no matter what you want inside the system. The point is, is that it's all going to be automated. It's all going to be inside this EMR so that you can have record of this information and really populate any type of thing you want. And you guys very well know that one of my passions about about athletic training is helping to validate the role that the athletic trainer plays in the specific settings that they're in, regardless of what setting they're in. And for me, I'm figuring out that there's no better way to do that than to have real-time data feedback surveys, de-identified if you want, just kind of have feedback coming back from people who you're serving. Because that's, that's real. That That is real. And it's coming direct. So um, I think we're going to start to see more and more of that survey platform being utilized in a whole bunch of different functionalities, not just in colleges, but across the board. Um, even when it comes to the workplace setting, we, we're starting to see surveys that are relevant to their setting as well. So um, I think the sky's the limit for that. Um, and we're just going to continue to explore and always have the idea of the athletic trainers at our forefront. What do they want? What do they need? They're leading the way. They're suggesting ideas throughout. As always, your infrastructure has led to it just being um, easier for athletic trainers. You're taking the work away. You're making our workload a little bit lighter. And I think what's fun about it or what you've really done well is you understand that the end user is an athlete who's got their phone in their hand all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, you've made it really easy for them to just, oh, it's, here you go, here. I got a text, I'll just respond, and it's done. Yeah. I love that it's set, not an app. Set and go. I love that it's not an app. It's Well, we, it's did, we did some research on that, Kevin, mm-hmm. and, and thanks <laughs> for the comments, Chad. We, we heard that there were about, on average, on any university – about six kids had about 60 to 90 apps on their phone. Right. Wow. I mean, so what's another app to download? I mean, eventually, yes, we want you to have the healthy roster app. If you're an athlete, a student athlete, so that you can kind of communicate securely back and forth. But initially with this survey, you don't need it. So yeah. why are they going to open up another app? Why are they going to open up another email? They are going to open up a text. The, yeah. the numbers are so dramatic from anything else as opposed to a text, a secure text that it's just, it's really, uh, really created mass adoption for that whole platform. And to your point, Chad, about uh, not having as much for the athletic trainers to do, or at least trying to make that whole process easier, it's really just set it up and go because it's totally automated at that point. You've got enough on your plate. Yes, you are going to deal with people when they have COVID and how you deal with that is super important. But guess what? Now that you are inside healthy roster, we've got secure communication. Um, we've got secure chat and group chat 
so that if somebody tests positive, for example, let's say on a baseball team, you don't have to tell everybody that Johnny's got COVID, but you do have the means to tell everybody securely not to come to practice today. Um, it's mass instant communication through that secure portal um, inside Healthy Roster that comes with the system. So that was our that was our thought process. Let's keep everything right there for you guys. Let's make it easier for you. Um, let's give everyone a reason to do so in a safe manner so that you're protecting yourself and protecting um, the athlete as well through that whole process. Well, that sounds fantastic. So... <laughs> So for the for the for the people who are listening to this, um, and they want to reach you and, and 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 you know find out more about it, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, they should drive here to Columbus. Nice. And walk them to, no, no, no. It's really easy, guys. Just go to healthy don't, roster. Don't fly. Go to Columbus is a great town, by the way. You should just come and uh, hang out anytime. But uh, healthyroster.com, right there on the front page, you'll see a big blue button on there that says um, Return to Play. And click here to learn more. So return to play, even if you're, uh, or if you're in the employee, if you're in the industrial setting or the employment group, there's another button there that says uh, return to work. And we're, we're helping in both settings. So, and it just doesn't have to be athletics. So we'll have groups that come in guys and they'll, they'll put their athletes on one, you know, in, in one kind of setup for the test text to go out. They'll have another group of facility workers. We'll have another group of staff, um, it doesn't have to be just the athletes. It can really take care of everybody. And here's the other thing that I didn't mention, um, because, uh, you know, there's obviously price involved for us to launch this, but you can use care dollars, the care acts um, dollars in order to utilize this and purchase this functionality. And a lot of colleges are doing so. Well, wow. Is there anything you guys haven't thought of yet, Dan? <laughs> well, <laughs> we are uh, we are always iterating, guys. Every two weeks, uh, we iterate new things for our customers, and it has. We have been a little sidetracked, obviously, this year trying to get this out, but we we couldn't think of anything more important to prioritize than obviously this right now. And the byproduct of this is is that we're just going to have, um, you know, we're just going to have healthier athletes. Hopefully, at the end of the day, hopefully, we have more athletics, um, and they get back quicker because we've all done a good job. Uh, protecting ourselves, protecting our athletes, and uh, again, leading the way, the athletic trainers, uh, because they have the system of record that's making all this work for everybody. So I don't have all the answers, guys, but uh, we are trying our best um, to find them. And uh, if you ever have any suggestions, even, just go to HealthyRoster.com and shoot us some suggestions because we're always taking them. Well, very good, Dan. Thanks for keeping us in the loop. Yeah, it's wonderful. And thanks for everything you guys are doing over there at Healthy Roster. I mean, we we very much appreciate it from our end. And I know all of our listeners that are utilizing your platform are um, appreciating it just as much. And hopefully some more people sign up so that they can use your great product. Sign up for that. Um, sign up for the greatest podcast in the world. You guys are like <laughs> getting all these rankings and shooting up the charts on that that's fantastic so my my advice to everyone's been working i guess <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely they listen so. if dan says they listen well, go listen everyone it's right. the best i love it well thanks All dan right, i appreciate it yeah thanks fellas right. thanks so much so the folks at healthy roster They've have done, done it again yeah it's just as i say they've done it so, again they've got that infrastructure that allows oh, you a seamlessly easy way to just reach out. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a way to mass produce a text to people. Yes. And get I, I, information you need from yep, a group. Yep. And makes it, it makes it super simple for you. Um, if you have any other questions or comments or concerns and you want to look more into the platform, as we said earlier, healthyroster.com. Um, I think Dan said that there's some some blue buttons you can pit you can push on, and you can get more information. Um, check out the website. Uh, they I mean they just do great work. Uh, honestly, they are looking out for us athletic trainers, and they're trying to make our career advance. And they're just trying to make only, our jobs in our day to day easier too. And they're trying to make our jobs easier, especially so, especially right now when it's so yeah, frustrating having absolutely. to deal with all the little things we didn't have to before, let's try and yep. make that as painless as possible. Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. So check them out, healthyroster.com. Um, you got anything else 
for our listeners? Yes, go to Wisconsin Podcast Association on the Twitter and on the Instagram and click the survey for the finals. Your favorite Wisconsin podcast, your favorite mm-hmm. podcast in society and culture from the state of Wisconsin. We yeah. would appreciate that. It would be fun for us um, to help recognize athletic trainers across Heck the yeah. country. So that's what we're trying to do. So just go check out the Wisconsin Podcast Association. Absolutely. So, And as we mentioned before, we're going to bring you as much content as we can. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kevin? It's been fun. You got anything else? No. I mean, CandidAthleticTraining.com, at Candid underscore ATC, and CandidAthleticTraining at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye.